Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 AM, 98.3 FM, and on the TuneIn app. Is that what it's called, That's Ronnie? it. Good morning to you. Good morning. There also is a Fox 1400 app. Okay. You can just go to the app store and search Fox 1400. And your app store is on your phone, right? Correct. Okay. Good That's morning. Good, deal. good morning there, Greg. Well, it is a good morning. The uh, temperature is pretty good and... Um, uh, got a lot of racing ahead of us. Had some last week, and I wanted to wish my middle brother happy birthday a day late because his was yesterday. But happy I, birthday, Brent! I want happy, happy birthday, Brent! And uh, I was going to try to get him to come up here and see if he couldn't. But yeah, temperature's good. Weather weather's kind of getting a little more tolerable. It is, and uh, well, it's just that time of year, August. I mean, that always means that some really good stuff is just around the corner. Not only racing, but uh, on the gridiron. So, got oh, a lot I, to look forward. We all to. waiting on that. Did you? Uh, did you High school football practice started officially yesterday, and I think all the colleges started last week. Yeah. Um. Yep. It's a good time of year, and. Were you able to get us anybody for the show today, Greg? Well, as long as I didn't miswrite the phone number, which I have done, or misplaced the phone number, which I hadn't in this case, or something happened, but we should have uh, uh, one of the greatest female ambassadors to all of NASCAR and NHRA drag racing, along with a lot of overtrack. We should have the wonderful, Miss Beautiful Linda Vaughn to come on here for about 15 or 20 minutes. And uh, not too many people get to listen to Linda Vaughn uh, talk at uh, 7.20 in the morning. Where she is. Yeah, where she yeah is. she's West Coast. Yeah, she's West Coast time. But uh, Perry had done some research, and she's actually from around Georgia. She's from Georgia. and um, But I tell you what, when you told me yesterday, because I, actually I had assigned myself to get the guests for, for this week, and what I've been trying to do, I've been trying since July, and that is to get Neil Castles. It's no trouble getting him, but getting his son, who's the stuntman and movie actor, on on the same show with him. And I can't get that coordinated. And I found out Thursday I wasn't going to be able to do it again this week. And I sort of threw it to Greg, and I said, "Look, man, I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't pull it off. You got to get us somebody." <laughs> and uh, Dad, come if you didn't get one of the best guests I think we've ever had. Well, we- oh, I, I'm excited. I, you know, we all. I've been listening to some of her interviews online, and she is a I, sharp lady. I was mostly looking at the pictures. I didn't know she could talk. <laughs> no. oh, she, she can talk, and like I say, she she's uh, just the most famous woman. She's just done a heck of a lot for motorsport in general. She's been like a friend of mine uh, since I was a, a little bitty boy. Well, she was Miss uh, – I, I let her tell her. 
or like Miss Credit Center or something like that. Well, she started out as well, she started out as Miss Atlanta International Raceway. Oh, okay. And then she went to, uh, and that was in 1961, and then she went and became Miss Pure Firebird, Miss Firebird. And rode on that big wooden Firebird that used to tour around the racetrack, you know, on a trailer behind the behind the car, and she stood up on that thing holding the reins like you know she was standing on the back of a bird flying across <laughs> the flying across the top of the track, and then she, uh, um, well I think when Unical took over, they switched her over to uh, or or she got laid off or whatever, and she went to Hearst Golden Shifter and was Miss Hearst Golden Shifter and rode around the next to this uh gear shift uh you know hanging on to it and uh so she is she was a presence in auto racing from the 60s still until today she still is is a good ambassador she's great and anyway she's going to be on at 10 20 and i can't wait to talk to her and uh but i want to say something right now and i've got to get this out of the way because i just absolutely dropped the ball last week and i'm i'm uh, I didn't realize it until Saturday afternoon, but uh, I mean, till, yeah, till later Saturday afternoon, well after the show was over. But I had completely, I mean, completely had forgotten to mention the passing of Nick Harrison, who was uh, 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 still an active mechanic. He was only 37 years old, and his Spartanburg connection, other than just being in racing, was he worked at Phoenix Racing uh, in the early, like, 2012, I think was the year he was there, 2011, 2012, during, um, I know 2012 was when Kurt Busch drove out of Phoenix Racing. And he was just, uh, you know, a lot of people around here knew him. I knew him a little bit, and and I'm going to talk about that in the 11 o'clock after we come back from our break. But I don't. I, I'm just flabbergasted that I missed it altogether. Go ahead. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, right when I had to cough, and I yeah, was hoping you'd cover me up. <laughs> I don't know how I got this tickle. Well, Greg had to step out for a few minutes. Yeah, his phone was ringing, so we. We're He's very popular. A, we're off to a rolling start. I hope that's not a call from uh, Linda. Linda. Or maybe she wants to come on now, which we could do that too. Sure. But uh, anyway, she's uh, he's talking to somebody out there, and I hope I hope we're good to go. We will have uh, Alan Hill. Hill will be on later, who uh, had a good week last week. He certainly did. He won at Cherokee Speedway, and he'll be telling us all about that. I love it when he, like Sunday afternoon or so, sends me a picture. Usually I ask him, how'd you do? And he'll either... Uh, Tell me the bad news or send me a picture of the car in victory lane, which, yeah. is, which, which is what we got this week. So, um, or I got this, this past week, but we got a lot of, a lot of racing to cover here with, now, uh, I watched the truck race, the this truck week. race. Let's go there first. Uh, cause I, I really don't watch many of the truck races, but I always watch the Eldora race. Mm-hmm. Cause I, like we have been touting for years we'd love to see the big boys back on a dirt track and eldora would be a good place for that well it i'm not gonna say no because i just want to see them on dirt just about any place i would prefer to see them on a mild dirt track which would be twice as big as eldora yeah and uh of course now in arca which we touch on every every week they run on the mild dirt tracks twice this month 
Okay. So it can be done. Yes. They run at DuCoin and Springfield, both in Illinois. But, uh, you know, it did look good. And they were some, you know, it was had, fun to watch. They had the heat races and then the, the uh, I guess it was a consolation race, the last chance race, they called it. But it was, you know, not many lead changes, only two. Well, you know, that's one thing that, that we have learned from Alan over the weeks that he's been here with us that a lot of times on dirt, once you get out front, it, it's not as hard to stay there as it is to pass to get back there. Yeah, and they had the stages and all that stuff, which I'm not a huge fan of. But they did a – it was entertaining. And at the end of the race when it was over – now, you said you switched it off too I soon. I turned it off as soon as the race was over. Well, they – and by the way, Stuart Friesen won. And that was his first win. Yeah. And uh, But they had some fisticuffs. Two guys and got I into missed it. it. Well, two guys got into it. Tyler Dipple, who finished eighth, and Ben Rhodes, who finished 14th. And he had that uh, that number 99 Haviland truck that looked right. a lot like Davey Allison's old you know, yeah. car with the day glow orange numbers, black with the yellow Haviland on it. And they took exception to, uh, or one of them did. I'm not sure which was the unhappy party, but... Uh, <laughs> I asked, uh, I was texting during the end of the race with uh, Alan, and I said, well, exactly what, what was the problem there? And the only thing he answered me back was eight wheels turn better than four. And uh, and so he sort of <laughs> leaned on him and, and put him in the wall a little bit. And I just get the feeling that he's not, whoever got mad is not, probably has the least dirt track experience. Well, I was kind of going back to Days of Thunder again. That's rubbing. And Rubin's racing. That's it. That's it. Oh, and I'm going to apologize to the audience. Uh, I had uh, that, that interruption from Ray Abraham. Okay, and, well, <laughs> well, a bigger name. A Hall of, Fa- Hall of Famer yeah. interrupted us in well, the middle of our yeah. show. And uh, uh, he, he was coming on the show, of course. He may come on later on. But uh, he's working on a, a, a antique car project. Oh, one okay. of our old race cars. Yes. Him and Dale Jr. working on it together. It's pretty fascinating. We may have him on later on today or next week or something. But uh, Well, I don't know how we can have him on today, but we can have him next week if you want to go ahead and set that up because yeah. I won't be here. Yeah. And uh, I'd hate to miss him, but uh, we kind of got a full show today. Yeah, I, I know it. I'm not sure we could. And then again, he may, he may be following my instructions with all those great notes I take that, <laughs> that, that it takes uh, three interpreters, two Chinese, one Englishman, and, uh, uh, to read, which I need to get a little bit better than that. But uh, – yeah, we'll have Ray on here next week. So, well, that's probably his problem. He can't read your notes. No, well, he probably can't understand my my voice. That's another thing too. But we're gonna get all that changed. I got to learn how to text. Well, you do. Well, your first first step would be to buy a phone that you can text with. <laughs> you can't do it with that uh, flip phone with that World War Two. Vintage uh, walkie-talkie that you use. That's about what it is. I, I saw one that looked about like the phone Greg used. Uh, John Wayne was running up the beach at in the sands of Iwo Jima, wearing a using a phone about like the one Greg's got. Yeah, I was watching a a, a TV show last night that I, I've come to enjoy. It's on Showtime, called City on a Hill about Boston, and it's set in the late '80s, and the FBI agent on it carries one of the old bricks flip phones oh yeah and it's every time he answers his phone i i get tickled yeah when i was in secret service we had that was in the mid 80s yeah we had we, it, we called it the shoe phone and it looked like a shoe it looked a, a yeah. lot like the one maxwell smart used on get smart 
And uh, we only had two, and we had like 80 people in Chicago <laughs> passing around two phones. So that was kind of weird. But anyway, we're going to take our first break here and come back in a few minutes. And hopefully, if it's uh, if she's up and awake, and I hope she will be because uh, Greg. Well, not everybody sleeps late like we do. Well, uh, yeah, but, you know, we're uh, we're sitting here bouncing along at uh, about 17 minutes after 10. So it's 17 after 7 where she is and. uh but she's probably up and awake and waiting on us to call. So we're going to take a break right now and come right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Hey man, you looking for good, clean, late night fun? Boy, do we have a show for you. I'm KB and I host Up Late, Planet Earth's only late night locally produced mid-market sports talk show. So habit forming, you can't fall asleep without it. Up Late with KB, weeknights at 11, only on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultimate.
Optimus, 179 Rogues, 199 Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And New Kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at NissanofGreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Rova. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Rova, or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Iron Spur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Iron Spur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your haircut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Iron Spur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. Like staying up a little later than anybody else in the house? Well, no worries. We're up late with you. Up late with KB, weeknights at 11, only on Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 in Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios and I can't tell you what a pleasure it is and an honor to welcome our next guest on the show, Miss Linda Vaughn. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. <laughs> we it's sure early do, out here. I was going to say, we sure do appreciate you getting up early on the West Coast to, to talk with us for a little while. Well, I'm honored to be on your show. I'm really proud. Yeah. I, you don't forget where you come from when you're from the South, but uh, it's just three hours earlier out here. <laughs> yeah, but none of your, your voice sounds the same. You sound I, like you're in the next room. I, I mean, it, we, this is a good, clear telephone line oh, yeah. got right yeah, here. Oh, yeah. Good, clear, yeah. Uh, fine. That's why I wanted you all to call me on my home line because the cell line goes crazy around here. I can walk <laughs> from room to room and lose you. So this way I'm staying put. Yeah. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. If there ever was... An, a, a, a female that ambassador that done so much for NASCAR and IHRA and, and uh, IndyCar racing. Linda is the best. I mean, she's, I used to call her the king of the beauty queens. I said, well, I can't say, really, say, really say that. She blows other beauty queens away so bad. She's in a league of her <laughs> well, own. Well, I wouldn't say that. It's, there, there's a lot of room for everybody, but, you know, I, I was the first, seems like, and, uh, I wanted to set precedents for the young girls coming into our industry and sport, but I'm still making appearances. And so long as folks want me, people want me, I'm still going to go because I'm looking forward to it. I love every one of the shows I've been doing this summer. Well, Linda, you're from Dalton, Georgia, so you probably know where Spartanburg is. Well, and of course I know where Spartanburg is. The next is. time <laughs> that you are anywhere near this area, we hope you'll let us know so we can come meet you in person. Oh, well, that'd be great. I, I'm coming to, see, I got to go to Chattanooga, Tennessee. I got the Concord, the Elegance they're going to do next month in uh, October in Chattanooga. 
uh, it's going to be with a bunch of my sporty car folks. But, uh, you know, having the opportunity to work everything with George Hurst and Jack Duffy, it gave me uh, an education that I couldn't have gotten going back to college. I'm telling you, I've, I've just been self-educated traveling and working all these years in marketing. But uh, I never forget where I come from. Let me tell you, I love some biscuits and gravy right now. <laughs> oh, sounds good. <laughs> well, we could fix you up with that, Linda. Now, the only I way I can get them out here is I cook them. <laughs> well, I bet you can too. But we, I uh, we, uh, I, I read a lot about you last night. I, I thought I knew something, but now I, I, I've really gotten into your background. So, and, and it's very interesting. But I know a lot of our listeners don't know. Tell us how you got started and. You know, with uh, with the beauty queen stuff and uh, and and well, I would enter all the contests I could get in because um, I I wanted to go places and do things. So I <clears throat> I entered the Miss Poultry Princess and I entered Miss Atlanta Raceway. I won I won Miss Atlanta Raceway in the early '60s, and it just got the ball rolling. And then I saw uh, Miss Firebird down at uh, at the Atlanta 500 track, and I. Uh, got introduced to Dick Dolan and the people with Pure Oil Company because that was NASCAR's major sponsor. And uh, my mother and I decided we could do a better job than what they had because I wanted to make a pretty Miss Firebird costume. So I entered and I won. I got to be Miss Firebird for about three years, and we we really uh, turned it into a really great promotion for the oil company and for NASCAR. And uh, I uh, met George Hurst and Wally Parks down at Daytona in 65, and uh, he told me that they were going to have a big contest. So in 66, um, Winky Louise took over. I went to work for Hearst. I won the contest with Miss Hearst Golden Shifter. And when I won that, I was on my way to marketing because I'd been studying and going to school, and I just wanted to market a good product and, and take it into all forms of racing, in which we did. And, uh, 200 girls were in the competition, and, and some of the toughest competition came from Georgia and North Carolina. But uh, I was looking really good in that bathing suit. I took my mother with me, and I let them know real quick like I was going to to be all business. And uh, when I won Miss Hurst Golden Shifter in 1966, I'd done three preliminaries. So when uh, George Hurst was running an ad, we're looking for a new Miss Hurst Golden Shifter, and she must have a good personality, like racing, and be able to travel and have sound teeth. <laughs> I said, George Hurst, are you looking for a race queen or a race horse? Because she's a dental technician. I worked in the afternoons and after school uh, for Dr. Amos and Julian Gregory. I was a dental assistant, and then went on to be a dental hygienist. So I, I just got kind of tired of looking at everybody's mouth. I wanted to make them smile. So <laughs> I won the contest, and the history has been made for over 50 years of of working, marketing, getting Hearst into the pace cars, getting Hearst into a big drag racing program. I, I had to miss my first Southern 500, and I cried the whole damn day. But <laughs> it was, uh, Big Daddy won the drag race, and then here I fell in love with drag racing. It's just been a snowball. I'm telling you, it was wonderful. And uh, My poor feet hurt now because the bunions are wearing all those high heel shoes <laughs> in the pits, but I'll tell you one thing. It was fabulous, and if I had to do all over again, I'd do it again. <laughs> I bet you would, and I will. Um, I just got a text from my brother Smoke. He he lives in Charlotte, and he wants me to ask you. Speaking of the Southern Five Hundred, 
if uh, if you remember him, he said he waved at you and you waved back in 1971 on the backstretch at Darlington, and he was the guy in the red shirt. Do you remember that? <laughs> well, there were a lot of red shirts down there. <laughs> a lot of the only time I ever actually almost fell off my Hearst shifter was coming down the back straight at Darlington, a little bit of that dog leg over there, and it swayed. And we practiced in case anything ever happened to me riding around the track on that big shifter. I'd jump in the back seat. So it one of the wires popped loose because it was uh, connected by three wires that went down, cables that held it. And uh, one of them went ping, and I jumped in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only time I ever had a, a near accident. Um, I remember a lot of folks from the Southern 500 in Darlington, and it was a highlight. I uh, just uh, I didn't miss one for many years, and then when it, I came to the U.S. Nationals in Indianapolis in HRA, I fell badly in love with drag racing. My word, it was so exciting. It still is today. And uh, so I'd have to choose to pick, but I tried to do four races each month. I ended up doing 133 events my first year as Miss Hurst. That wow. killed me. Well, you I got tonsillitis, and George says, well, you can't take off right now, hot shot. So I finally uh, had to get those tonsils out, and I missed a couple of races. Other than that, I never missed anything. It was the warehouse shows uh, in the wintertime when the racing season was over. We'd do, like I'd go to the state of Washington to a, a big warehouse tr- show where all the speed shops would come in and buy their products. So it was all, all in all, race on Sunday, sell on Monday, and market the product so that's what i've done and nope. still do well now we we heard you say that you fell in love with drag racing but drag racing wasn't the only thing you fell in love with apparently was it didn't you marry a drag racer but i don't want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> why in the world did you bring that up this early in the morning don't ruin my day <laughs> and I, we my mama said i should have stayed at home in georgia <laughs> I did. I I, um, I met him. He was very handsome, and he was driving a top fuel dragster. But there's just something about California that just kept making me come back, even before him, because I saw this little place down here on the beach, and I'd come over here, and I just loved it. It was just like, I don't like all this traffic and all these freeways out here. I don't like that. But, but I, uh, I so love down here where I live in Laguna Beach and Dana Point. It's beautiful, and and uh, I said, someday I'm going to live there. Well, little did I know in the 70s, I ended up uh, moving out here. And it didn't matter where I lived. I was traveling and working so much for George Hurst and the company. And I uh, I told the boss, I said, I want to move to California. And it wasn't long after that, he and Lila moved to California. So we had a big office out here. And then I'd go back to Pennsylvania about once a month to the home office. But I just was uh, always marketing and advertising and shooting magazine covers and going to a NASCAR race one week, a drag race race, uh, off-road race. Hey, we even sponsored the off-road race. I ended up down in Mexico at the first uh, uh, dune buggy that Steve McQueen drove our car, and then James wow. Garner drove another one. So it snowballed into a big marketing uh opportunities that is that I've wonderful spent my life doing linda did you uh have one particular event i mean not one type of there's race three. or anything but one particular event three events that that really stand out in your mind there's over your career that i haven't missed in all these years of course in february i'm gonna go over to nhra to the drag race but i always go to daytona right i've never missed a daytona and i still don't miss a daytona i just have to be at daytona i love it 
it's fascinating and it's the first big race of the year and seems like we get a lot of work done in Daytona and uh, I uh, I miss going to some of the tracks but uh, I have to kind of slow down a little bit I'm not the spring chicken I used to be <laughs> I uh, love Daytona and then the month of May I'm at the Indy 500 yep seen you and there then, in September I'm at the U.S. Nationals so those are my three biggest events that I would never miss. I love them. I still go today. Let me ask you a question. I, I've got a million of them, and I know the other guys want to talk, but what kind of guy was uh, – did, did, did Greg cut a, a pretty nice figure through the pits back in those days? I mean, I know he was real, real young when you got started, but there, by the, by the time the 80s and 90s came along with the long hair and the mustache, he cut a pretty good figure, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did indeed. And you had a, I know I looked at some pictures last night, and I saw you in some victory lanes with Bud Moore, who, uh, of course, is I very dear Bud to us. Moore. He was my hero. Bud Moore worked with Mr. Hurst, and we developed a lot of shifters, and, and we would do what he would ask us to do because he wanted a tighter and a harder throw coming in and out of the pits. And uh, we worked with Jericho Transmissions. Jerry over there was wonderful, and Bud came up with some good ideas, and, and George Hurst listened to, to Bud, and they made shifters. And we were in all the pace cars and in all the NASCAR cars, and we posted, you know, winning money, and we were sponsors for many, many, many years until George passed away, and then they stole the company. And, and it's been kind of downhill from there. It just breaks my heart that uh, Hurst pulled it out of NASCAR. I was, I was a basket case over that. Right. But uh, I've been through three or four buyouts, and... It's uh, it was certainly we made it a household word like Richard Petty at STP, George oh. Hurst and and uh, Linda Vaughn with Hurst shifters. It was absolutely no. fascinating. I go. I went to a big car show last week, guys. It was fantastic. I went to the Hurst Olds Club of America at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We had 117 of all of our pace cars there. Wow. And all the, the Hearst Oldsmobiles and the love of the families. What a treasure. I told them when I was trying to talk to them, I said, you know, I look out at all these cars, and these are my children. I never had any kids. All my kids are cars. <laughs> and, and I felt like that's a part of my family. And, and then next week I'm going to another big car show. I really enjoy doing it. It's uh, It's been uh well, it's, thank- a, it's passion. People love their cars and their children. I mean, I tell you, it's. Uh, I've watched them grow up. I got three generations I go to see. That is great. And uh, then I, I can't imagine ever going to Daytona and not seeing them at The day I miss Daytona means I'm probably uh, six foot under or I can't fly. <laughs> it, 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 exactly. But uh, we hope that don't ever happen. But, but like I say, Linda, you've done so much for the sport of auto racing. Well, I appreciate that. I've always tried to to improve the the young ladies that worked with me, all my herstets, and tried to I make friends with the wives first because I'm a lady and I always wanted to be treated like a lady and I wanted to be a sexy lady and I didn't carry it too far. I've got a book out right now, and uh, you folks are welcome to to uh, write to me at PO Box nine three four eight. South Laguna, California, and order your book. Uh, or you can buy it on Amazon, but I prefer you to buy it from me. That way I can sign it and do something personal for you. I, would, <laughs> but, well, I, have, uh, definitely have I to tried to, to start out by thanking the 
the Lord Almighty for giving me the opportunity to represent America. I love American cars and American parts and pieces, and and we need to put America back on the map for our cars again. And right now, all the muscle cars are, are really doing well. America's doing well, and I'd like to see uh, the love affair recreated for the next generation, the new millennium, because they a lot of the young guys are passed down their grandpa's car, their, their daddy's car, and uh, and talking with them, I asked them what they want to see. And a lot of guys will say, I think they ought to build the El Camino again. I think they ought to build the El oh, Rancho yeah. again. I think I would they ought to build the Nova yeah, again. Or the SS again. I mean, you know, go back to basics, America car builders, and let's put America back on the map for our cars. Well, Greg and I drive Mustangs, so we're trying. <laughs> All right. Well, the only Ford product I have, I love Mustangs. I used to have one when I was Miss Firebird. I had that 64 and a half Mustang red convertible. And Bruce Smith, I think, ended up bought and put it in his museum. Mm. But uh, that Miss Firebird car, oh, I love that little car. Went to a party up at Junior Johnson's house one night up on the mountain ridge with his uncle and, and Bat Batty Booper, my best friend, and it, it had a four-speed in it. And, and I drove us up there, and, and Junior came out, and he goes, how'd you and just get up this mountain? I said, I dirt-tracked it up this mountain. I can drive it. <laughs> I remember that. I, remember I can shift gears. <laughs> Linda, Linda, Linda could have drove the car good, too. But, Linda, I, I'm tickled to death. You, know, you mentioned the thing about the wives. We had a little confusing earlier and my wife was so excited she's gonna be on the show and she called me a little bit too quick and uh she got to amazing spend some time with you up there at the motorsport hall of fame of america up there in uh at the fillmore and uh oh i love that it, big old ho- it, i love that place and farmer up there in parnelli and all of them and and she was just so impressed and she was so thrilled to get to what, talk to what's somebody. your wife's name her name's roberta Roberta, thank you very much, ma'am. I said because you know I love all these folks, but uh, I I've always had a sweetheart of my own. I never messed around with my racers. I love them, and and I uh, ended up marrying one, but uh, we didn't work things out very well. He uh, got into drugs, and I'm against it. So I get young people involved in cars and racing and car clubs and and get them off of the drugs. And I do a benefit every year with Bruce McGuire at McGuire Wax. We do a show, uh, an event, and get kids involved in the sport. Well, now it's going into the adults, get them involved into the car building. And we uh, have over 100,000 in our team challenge now uh, to to clean up their lives and get into something that they love. And they all love cars. So it's a, it's a pleasure for me to get to do it because I was the only girl in shot class. My mother said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to take the shot class, mother, because <laughs> I want to learn more about what's going on. And, uh, and I built a chair uh, in the shop class, but then when they brought the cars in, that's what I like. Linda, I what, really uh, what, what, uh, which driver was the best kisser? And, I mean, I'm talking about it. <laughs> In victory, in victory lane, which one? Uh, was, well, was in it Fred the beginning, Lorenzen it was Fred Lorenzen. I knew he'd be he up there. He kissed me and I about fell off the car. I've never been kissed by a Yankee. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my word. What were- a handsome, handsome. But my daddy said, he's damn Yankee, ain't he? I go, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. But I think he's fishing for a, a, a man by the name of Pearson for his longevity. Uh, oh, but, David was my big brother. His boys, I love their, I love David. 
God rest his soul. He's in heaven looking down, but I know he's got his 44 up there. I know he's yep. got his hot rod. And he was a big listener uh, of this Pearson show. Jason was the second driver, but I kissed him on the cheek because he was married. I wouldn't kiss the, the, the married guys. I didn't want to do that. I'd kiss him on the Aww. cheek or hug him or something, but well, I'd give him a you. check for a Hearst shifter, so that made them happy. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, we could talk to you all morning. We need a whole hour, two hours. We got a two-hour show, and you could definitely fill it up, but you, you have had a very quickly before you before we have to let you go you had a, a couple of couple of movies in hollywood too didn't you oh yeah uh my favorite of course was burke is working with burt reynolds and i was just working with burt his last month he was alive we did the barrett jackson auction and he called me over and put his arm around me he goes linda god has been good to you and i said yes and he introduced me to you bird he died uh -huh. after but uh, I've enjoyed doing some of the movies, but I don't forget where I come from. I'm not a Hollywood cat. I like, I'm laid back, and I come home. I like to walk in the mountains and the woods and eat good. I like to have some good sliced tomatoes and some okra right now. I got them hungry, and, uh, but I don't forget where I come from. But uh, it was fun making some of the movies, but the most fun in the whole wide world is just working the races, just going to the event. Well, we could never replace that. No, and uh, when I got sick, let me I tell you guys. Go ahead. When I got sick, I found out how much love was uh, coming to me in prayers, and I wanted to thank everybody because I had a real close call. And uh, when my guy died, I had a heart attack, and then I had a few issues afterwards, and I got pretty sick for a couple of years there, and I missed only one of my races. I missed the Indy 500 for the first time in my life. So mm. it, uh, the letters, the cards, and the prayers, most of all, all the prayers kept me going. I never seen so much outpouring of love as I got from all ages. And I just wanted to thank you, listeners, and everybody that shifted my gears, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Linda, before we do, do get off here with you, let me ask you once more to give us your address, and we'll make sure we get it on our website. Okay, it's uh, Linda Von P.O. Box 9348 South Laguna, L-A-G-U-N-A, -A, California, 92652. Okay, we'll make sure we get that posted for you. So yeah, that way they can order book. the books. They're $50, and the shipping and handling is $7.95. But it's a coffee table edition, and I hope that... Uh, Someone back there has one so y'all can see it. I'm just really proud of it. I'm waiting on some shipments back to my little office here now because I ran out over at the uh, Hall of Fame. And I just, oh, I'm so proud. Could I put a shout out to the Motorsports Hall of Fame oh, of absolutely. America? Folks, please go to Daytona to the museum. It is wonderful. And they've got a couple of cases with all my uh, wear in it, and they had a mannequin, and she was kind of flat-chested, so I told them, I said, that uniform needs a little help there. I said, a little flat. So, so they put me in the Motorsports Hall of Fame, Tony Stewart, and I stand there checking it out, and he goes, yep, that looks more like you. <laughs> well, a lot of people are flat-chested next to you, uh, but I tell you what, we uh, we love having you on the show, and Greg gets us a great guest every week, but he outdid himself this time. And uh, Well, I sure love Greg, and I loved his long hair, and, and Bud was Bud was uh, such a great American. He and George Hurst hit it off talking about all their experiences at the services. Well, and Miss Lynn, and all I can tell you is. South Carolina raised some wonderful people. And there's one guy in particular I wanted to ask you about. 
Big Red. I don't know if you folks remember Red Big Robinson Red, from Gaffney. Yeah, how uh, his family and and Red was a big part of South, South Carolina, of course. White, and I just love the I just love all the folks I met in South Carolina. In fact, my stepfather came from South Carolina. Well, I know he you was had from roots in right South Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. But uh, I, yeah. I, uh, and I love boiled peanuts. Well, like I say, we could talk to you. Uh, let's plan on being on the show here later in the year because we ain't even scratched the surface yet. But we well, Lord, start no, but next and... time don't ask me about my ex-husband. Okay, that, okay that's gone. my bad. I, I take full responsibility. <laughs> ask me about what's going on. That's lovely. <laughs> we will. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Linda. And, it's been and great. I'm still single, everybody. So when y'all call <laughs> back, right. we'll ask some questions and we'll talk about my cars. I mean, you know, I'm going out now. I'm going to warm up my big Hearst Oldsmobile, big block 455, and I'm going to take my dog and I. We're going to go down to Cars and Coffee. I do that on Saturday mornings when I'm not racing. <laughs> well, you must be running behind because I hear him barking in the background. So, uh, oh, yeah, he's, in, he's ready to go. He's got his leash in his mouth laying here looking at me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming uh, on, right. Linda. It's been great, and we want to talk to you God again. God bless y'all. Thank you. And everybody listening, uh, don't miss the shift now. We hear. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, okay. we won't miss God Linda. God bless. Bye. Love thank you. you. That's Linda Vaughn. Gosh, what a great interview. She's a, a great lady. Yep, she was. And I'm and sorry I, I brought up a sore subject. Well, I, you know, that she happens. Used to, she used to be an asset, <laughs> and she, she's kind of got that same kind of response. You know what I'm saying? Because she's lighthearted. And, and, yeah. Well, listen, we've got to take a break. We have to. Because yep. we, we want to come back with our friend Nelson Crozier. Yep. So, let's stop. Let's go uh, hear these messages, and we'll be back. You're listening to Start Your Engines from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's $179. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. 
Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Summertime is almost here, and that means it's time to get those swimming pools ready for summertime fun. Phillips & Long Fuel Chesney has everything you need to get your pool ready to go. Phillips & Long sells pool chemicals and parts, and they're an Aquabrite chemical supplier. They also sell Aquabot automatic vacuums. Phillips & Long also offers professional pool service. If you are too busy to clean and maintain your pool, they can do it for you. Get your pool summer ready. Call Phillips & Long today at 461-8511, like them on Facebook, Stop by and see them at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultimates, $179. Rogue. $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. 
The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. I'm sorry that Linda Vaughn cut into your time a little bit, but uh, that was a that was a rare interview, as far as she, I'm concerned. She's a lot prettier than you, though. Well, Nelson, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I agree. Uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, uh, down in Daytona, uh, she was there. Uh, we had a surprise birthday party for Donnie Allison, and she made a grand entrance as Marilyn Monroe. So wow. that was quite a bit. Well, you know, that's. I was just telling the boys, I've been thinking to make sure you tell her happy birthday because her birthday is next uh, next Sunday, a week from tomorrow. So, uh you know, and I, I wouldn't have dared said this while she was on the air, but she sounded so good and so clear, and she'll be 76 years old. That's unbelievable. Yeah, well, like she mentioned, she had uh, a little bit of a heart problem, and we knew about lost her uh, you know, a little bit back. Well, I didn't know it, it was that serious, because I, all I read was on the Internet last night that she had had some heart trouble, but, yeah, it sounds like it was pretty bad. Nelson, wait, I— we didn't make a mistake. I made a huge mistake last week, and I'm going to make up for it after we come back from our 11 o'clock break. But I didn't even mention in the whole two-hour show last week about Nick Harrison passing away. And uh, you probably knew Nick. I, I knew him just passing, but uh, I, it was a terrible omission that I didn't bring it up. And, and of course, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. And, and did you know uh, Nick very well at all? Uh, not real well. I, I knew him in passing, and, uh, you know, I had it on my list to talk about, but we just didn't get the chance. Boy, I wish you had, because I, I let, I, you know, I dropped the ball. I just got to tell you I did, and I feel real bad about it, but I'm going to make up for it. Anyway, pretty good. Well, uh, Go ahead. Before we forget, uh, Bruce Rowe, uh, who's with Intercom, made all the scales and a lot of test equipment. He passed away from cancer yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, well... Let's uh, let's move on here to maybe a little, a little more cheery news. Uh, like if you're a Joe Gibbs fan, you're you're probably real happy right now because they finished one, two, three last week, and Hamlin is uh, for somebody that didn't win a single race last year, he's uh, he's turned it around. Well, there are a lot of people who are unhappy about the finish of the race because Harvick was on his way to win, uh, and car came to a stop on the racetrack they had a restart and that's when the Toyotas took off well i mean you know it's uh that's the way it goes i'm sorry go ahead that's your racing yeah that is racing and uh so um you're in north carolina or did you make it up to the to north new york uh no i'm in north carolina right now uh but keeping track they just started uh First cup practice about 10 minutes ago, and right now Chase Elliott is the fastest. Well, I'm reading this. Uh, am I reading this correctly, that they qualify at 640 tonight? That is correct. Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty late. They're not leaving themselves much leeway for uh, for any kind of bad weather or anything. No, the Xfinity cars qualify this morning at 1130, 
And then, as you said, the cup cars qualify at six thirty after the Xfinity race. Well, that's you know something to watch this evening. Anyway, let's uh, before it gets away because we did cut into your time a little bit. I don't want to mess out on a on our picks and and nobody picked Hamlin. And you know what? I sat right here in the same chair last week and said. I should pick Denny Hamlin because he does so well there. I didn't, and he won. So I'll let you go first, Nelson. You're leading the pack. Who who do you want this week? Uh, I'll start Chase Elliott this week. Okay. I would have taken him, but uh, I took him last year, and I think that's the, about the only race I won last year. Um, Alan just sat down here, and he's doing his homework. But, Alan, who who you want? I'm going to take the 48 car. He's going to go with Jimmy Johnson, and Jimmy's a uh, – he's, he's – had some bad luck, and he's out of the top uh, 16, but he's got a new crew chief, Nelson. What's the deal on that? Well, you know, as you said, they weren't doing very well, so they had to shake something up. So, you know, typically the crew chief is the first thing to go. Okay, well, that, he went. So uh, Greg's holding up a two and a one, so I assume he wants Marvin Panch. So, uh, no, <laughs> no, that would be uh, uh, the Wood Brothers car with Paul Menard. Ronnie, what do you like? I'm going to the four. He's going to go with Harvick. Harvick and, well, I'll, uh, well I'm not going to miss a chance to take him. I'll go with Keselowski. So, uh, well, Nelson, that's, uh, I tell you what, I love it when they run on the road courses, uh, but I like the dirt, too. Did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, truck race the other night? I watched the first segment. Okay. Well, it was it was nice to see them out there, and it actually was, was quite entertaining. There wasn't a lot of lead changes, and I don't know if there were any lead changes in the heat races or the – but, you know, it was it was good to see them out there, and uh, there was well, a lot of dust flying. The best racing was back in the pack. Oh, it, no question about that, and uh, regardless, it was entertaining. It was entertaining, and they – and we'll get Alan Hill to talk a little bit more about this, but they just take so many different lines. I mean, there were some fast trucks that, uh, of course, most of them were lined up on the outside, I guess, up on what you'd call the cushion, but there was an awful lot of them that were keeping up, but they would be right down hugging the inside. And then, you, you know, it's just uh, obviously where you've got it set up to run or where you're comfortable racing. Well, what made the, makes the biggest difference uh you know, the inside uh, is normally a little, little damper uh, dirt, and you get a little more traction. But if you go up toward the wall on the cushion, uh, you get a better bite and you get better uh, speed off. So, you know, you got to try and see where you, uh, your truck works the best. Well, it's also shorter. I don't know how much difference that makes, but it, it is a shorter way around the track. Well, that's true. And, uh, you know, like in drag racing, you can have the fastest car or you can have the quickest car, but it's rare that the, your car is the fastest and the quickest. And, uh, well, uh, you know, radio or television gives the speed. Uh, that's a compiled number. Uh, you know, it used to be all the tracks were measured 17 feet from the outside wall. Uh, and then they put the uh, safer barrier in and they didn't remeasure the track. Uh, the only track that the cup cars run, which is not measured from the outside wall, is Indianapolis, and it's measured uh, on the inside wall. That's very interesting. I didn't realize that. So, uh, um, leave it to Nelson to come up with a yep, a little technical spoonful there for us. Nelson, we uh, uh, 
moving ahead just a little bit, and I want to give you a heads up on something since I don't usually talk to you during the week. In fact, I don't know if I ever have. But uh, next week, I think the IndyCars, um, or maybe it's the week after that, they run at Pocono. And I want you to be able to talk a little bit about the what they're going to look like next year with the with the, the safety feature with the the halo or whatever whatever they're going to call it over the drivers because it's going to it looks like a a spaceship. Uh, no question, but uh, you know it's something that has been long uh, overdue and coming uh, because of the, uh, if the car gets upside down or gets into the wall. Uh, the safety hoop is a tremendous safety feature. Yeah, and of course, that's where they lost the driver a few years ago with a, a just a weird freak accident, something coming back into the cockpit. I think that was that Justin Wilson, I think, uh, lost his life. And then, but you know, one thing I think they ought to look at, and we're going to have to take a break here in a second, but and that's the catch fence because that's just like a cheese grater or something. When something gets up into that catch fence, it doesn't matter what kind of car it is, it goes to pieces. Well, that's true, but uh, you've got to remember the cocoon is normally pretty solid, and with the uh, safety hoop on it, it's going to be even better. Okay. Uh, well, Nelson, we're about 20 seconds from a break here. Look, I, I'm sorry we cut into your time. We'll try to give you more next week, and I want to hear more about that because it really is interesting to me. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, very good. You all have a good weekend. Thank you. You too, Nelson. We're going to take a break right now and come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines. We are We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3, Fox Sports 1400, WSPG Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Ultima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And if it's anything like the first one, it's going to be a good one. A good. And we got Alan Hill has stepped in here and he'll be bringing us up to date on all the local stuff. And, uh. I want to thank Lanny McKinney, who uh, Ronnie's been over there texting with this morning, getting the uh, Linda Vaughn's uh, book information and address on our website. Yep. And also, I'd like to thank a friend of mine who called me this morning to tell me he was going to be listening, Daredevil. Daredevil. And those of you that have listened to the, the station over the years, y'all know who Daredevil is. And as we're going into high school football, if you want to hear any scores from anywhere, and especially the upstate, but they, they, he does get some from across the state. If you will, on Twitter, start following daredevilscores.com, he and his wife sit at home usually on Friday nights collecting scores and tweeting them out. So well, you I can hope, keep up just about anybody with Daredevil Scores on Twitter. I hope he's listening. And I remember he used to be a, a real regular caller on the uh, when it was Smitty and Hauser. Hauser on the old open mic show he was he was about 
about like uh, Roll Tide Terry. It was, <laughs> it was practically their show. Yeah. Well, I want to try to make amends here on something that I did not do last week. And you just heard Nelson Crozier, I hope, say that he he didn't say he dropped the ball. And I'm not saying he did either. But he said he did have it written down to talk about Nick Harrison. And I didn't have it written down. I thought I was smart enough to remember it. And I didn't. But uh, and and somehow or another, I've I've got this tickle in my throat. So I hope I don't uh, hope I can get through this because it's going to be a lot of talking. But Nick Harrison was uh, a crew chief that passed away unexpectedly on July 21st. He was 37 years old, and he had actually within the 24 hours, he had just um, crewed his car to a 13th place finish at New Hampshire, which was. Uh, Jason uh, Haley's car, Justin Haley, who had now it's not Justin won Daytona in the rain shortened race, but it, within the same week Justin finished thirteenth, and uh, actually had a second um, at Daytona in the Xfinity race, and that was all Nick Harrison, and Nick uh, came back to his home in Davidson, North Carolina, after the New Hampshire race, and um, went to bed and he just didn't wake up and he's 37 years old and and was very well loved by you the just, racing community you never know you don't know and he uh, i noticed last week at the race day on the 11th lap which is the number of their xfinity car justin haley's xfinity car everybody stood up and uh on the 11th lap and you know raised their hand and salute to uh to nick harrison nick raced out of spartanburg for a couple of years he was with phoenix racing and especially uh the year that kurt bush ran here and i've got a personal observation but i'm looking at some things on the internet last night and they took him to his grave thursday with his coffin strapped to the back of the hauler and Mm -hmm. different guys in a uniform of the different teams that nick worked for and i noticed one of them there most prominent is the mikasuki indian you know a uh, you know racing uh uniform which is where he uh, who he raced for here in spartanburg when he's with uh finch and the uh the phoenix racing team but he started with uh stedman marlin at the nashville fairgrounds in the late 90s and it's you know it's what he always wanted to do and of course stedman, stedman marlin is the son of uh two-time Daytona 500 champion Sterling Marlin, and that was up in uh, Columbia, Tennessee, where he was buried, and Columbia, of course, is very close to Nashville. And, you know, 2011 is when he went to work for Phoenix Racing, and the story that I want to tell, the personal recollection, the only one I I have, in 2012, I was doing, uh, and I've talked about it a lot, and I've talked about it a lot, we were on the show in 2012 on the old uh, Dropping the Hammer show. When we uh, when I put together the history of Spartanburg County racing on at the Chapman Cultural Center, I went to, uh, of course, I wanted to get something from all the teams and everybody, and, and I didn't know you then, Alan, or I'd have been beating on your door. But uh, I did go to Phoenix Racing, and I met Nick Harrison, and he didn't know me from Adam. He didn't know me at all. And he took me through that shop, a, a big shop, which is now a guy roofing. But, you know, he took me, and they had a nice showroom with pic- 
your windows in the front of it there out looking looking out over the parking lot and, and you can see i-85 and it had mannequins with uniforms on from uh i think they had a dick trickle uniform from back when they ran the yellow trucking uh, sponsorship and you know different mannequins from different drivers that they've had and Nick said, yeah, we'll, we'll get you something for the museum. Um, we'll get you one of these uniforms and something else. You know, come on by, maybe a hood off of a car or something. And But he showed me just about every inch of that shop and took me in the engine room, the paint room. The, and he and then when he had to let me go, he said, you just come in here anytime you want to. Stay between the red lines. They had that floor that you could eat off of. I mean, they're like, like most racing shops today, but this was a top-notch operation. And they got red lines all over the place, which is the the walkway, you know, and you can, and it goes over, you know, different areas, but you just stay between the red lines and then you can watch him work on the cars and everything. It was great. And Nick was great. Okay. So he said, uh, you know, come back next week and, and we'll have something for you. Well, on a Monday morning, I hopped in my car and I drove out to uh, Phoenix racing and walked in there and there was a big huddle going on and Nick saw me coming. And he, he just immediately waved me off. It was like, don't even come over here. And I'm like, well, you know, I didn't get to say anything. I was, I was trying to make motions with my hands. Like, you know, what's the deal? I mean, what, what? And it was just like, go, don't stop. Don't ask any questions. Just go. And I was like, well, that was, you know, from being as friendly as he could possibly be the week before, mm-hmm. a matter of days before he was completely shutting me off and saying you know pretty much get out of here so i mean i don't know what happened in the meantime that i could have done to uh to make him feel that way funny thing was i got in the car and i as i'm driving back to wherever i was going this was in the morning it came on the national news of course i was listening to we were espn spartanburg back then and it came on the national sports report that kurt bush had been um suspended by nascar and what he was already on suspension uh, or, or probation for something that happened earlier. I'm not sure what that was, but he was, you know, he was real volatile. That's when he was jumping all over people like uh, Jerry Punch in interviews and uh, Penske fired him. And who was it? Uh, Jack Rouse didn't even let him run the last three races of the season one year because of a, a drunken arrest he had had out in, not Jack, that Kurt Busch had had out in Arizona at phoenix so it came on the radio the sports cast just uh like the two minute one minute you know hourly wrap up on espn at the top of the hour or whatever that kurt bush had been suspended by nascar and what he had done was he was being interviewed by bob pockrass who was a uh, uh a reporter and he had been questioned by an espn reporter about the race at dover the race at dover had been that saturday the, the it was a bush series race in those days and evidently being on suspension he had been in a uh you know fighting on track for position with uh, justin allgaier and justin uh actually finished behind kurt i think they were like fifth and sixth but the espn reporter whoever it was said does you you're being on suspension hinder you from you know racing as hard as you want to do and kurt and i can't quote exactly what he said but his reply was bob what it does it prevents me from whipping your 
Uh, or, no, Expletive it, deleted. Well, it, it prevents me from beating the you-know-what out of, out of you. And this went out over national television. And it was like, <laughs> you know, he's lost, <laughs> he's lost it again. So that was on a Saturday. And, and, and he went on to say, you know, you're just trying to stir something up. That, that, that's what Bush went on to say to, the, to Bob Pockrass. You know, you, you're, you're just saying that in order to, uh, to cause, cause me a problem. And that was after the June 6th, 2012 Dover Xfinity race. Um, he said, I'm on probation. I can't even pick my nose. You know, you know just real rude, lousy crummy comments that you know anybody would probably be ashamed to to say on national television on an interview well i guess nascar thought about it on sunday and on monday morning about the time that i walked into uh phoenix racing to to get the uniform or whatever they were going to give me um it had they had just been i'm sort of putting two and two together here but it's pretty obvious they had just been notified that kurt bush was suspended not just on probation and his probation had been extended until the end of the year it was supposed to end july 25th so they had they had continued his suspension uh, or his probation to the end of the year and they suspended him for the next race and i just walked in at the wrong time i couldn't yeah. have possibly walked into that shop at a more inopportune time to ask for a handout than uh when they just found out their driver nationally known former cup championship driver uh kurt bush had been fired or not fired but suspended so you know the point is that was my dealings with nick harrison and nick was just a great guy i, I hit him at the wrong time when i came back i never spoke to him again i never went I, and i wasn't i know i understood believe me i understood the problem we went on and had the great thing that we had at the chapman center with the history of spartanburg racing it didn't have any phoenix stuff in it but uh I just let that go. I figured that uh, that would just be a, a gap we would have there in the history of, of Spartanburg Auto Racing. The thing about it is, Kurt Busch came back with Phoenix on the, I don't know the exact date, but the 4th of July race at Daytona, the big one, and won on national television on that Friday night. And that actually was the biggest win Nick Harrison ever had. Nick Harrison went on to win a couple of more races uh, after after uh, Kurt Busch left and they, they did some reshuffling, he immediately got hired from Phoenix Racing by uh, Richard Childress, where he won a couple of more races. So uh, with uh, Austin Dillon, when Dillon, before he moved up. So, I mean, Nick Harrison was a, a top-notch person in the pits. <coughs> Excuse me, I knew that was going to happen. But, you know, he was... And you just happened to pick the, the wrong day, uh, the was, wrong time. But he was such a, a gracious person. And he was out there the day before doing what he loved and went to bed that night and never woke back up. So uh, I missed all that last week. Uh, didn't mention it. Nelson didn't mention it. Not on Nelson. This is on me. But I want to, uh, I want to say right now that we do try to acknowledge everything and motorsports and and this was too big not to to spend some time on i know nick probably still has a lot of friends here in spartanburg i know uh i can't think of the name of that bar when you come off of 85 on gossett road because i pass it all the time it's a woman's name what is libby's libby's because the two cars that kurt bush <laughs> tore up <laughs> the 
the two cars that Kurt, Kurt Busch tore up at Daytona in February that year, the shells of them sat out in front of Libby's for, they're just recently gone. I mean, they sat out there for, you know, five or six years. So, yeah, Alan can come up with all kind of information, whatever you least expect. I looked at him and I, I could tell he knew exactly what, <laughs> what, what I was, what I needed to say. Yep. Libby's. I remember Libby because uh, my son, he wasn't 21 yet, but he was in the Marine Corps, but she wouldn't serve him one night when he went in there. And uh, Well, he wasn't 21. But lost the law. Yep. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, Nick, um, that's my tribute to you. Uh, you were obviously well-loved by everybody. I think his, if I've got this correct, his saying was, and I believe he would say this to his driver, like when it was time to go practice or race or whatever, let's go out there and haul balls. That was, that was his hauling balls was like his thing. And I think they even had some t-shirts made up like that or something, but I know a lot of people are going to miss Nick and, and it was just a, a tragic way that he left us. And so Nick, uh, thanks for showing me around that day. I appreciate it. And my timing was a little off later, but, uh, you know, I wanted to spend some time on this. And before I quit with my tributes, I'm working something up to do on Elmo Henderson. I didn't realize Elmo had passed away months ago, but I'm going to do Elmo too. But, uh, you know, I'll do this one while it's fresh on my mind, as long as my voice holds out. And uh, we're going to um, have to take a break now. And when we come back, I'm going to turn it over and let my voice rest a little bit to Alan Hill, who's going to tell us about dirt racing and cars and and what happened the other night at and libby's at, at and libby's and and uh eldora and uh and how victory lane felt last week at cherokee speedway you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg want to talk racing with the guys call the sign force hotline now at 864-468-1400 start your engine returns in a moment on fox sports 1400 and 98.3 fm for years now we've been telling you about palmetto spirits tremendous wine selection we've told you about palmetto spirits carrying special small batch handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else but what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ and proved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. 
Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's $179. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Like staying up a little later than the missus? Maybe you're counting sheep number 98 or even number 3. Well, no worries. We're up late with you. Join me, KB, for Up Late with KB. Weeknights at 11, only on Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Welcome back to Start Your Engines. I thought that was feedback or something. I, I did, too. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on there. Let's turn it over to Alan Hill, and he can tell us what happened last week and what's happening last night and uh, and t- tonight. Well, I'm glad to be here, guys. Glad uh, to have you. Well, let's start off with last night. Well, let's start back off with last week at Cherokee Speedway. Cherokee Speedway last week had the Fuel Lake Model Series over there. Fuel Lake Model Series winner was a number one car, Willie Milken. And he checked out on these boys, Taylor Puckett, from up here about, uh, he's up there from about Inman. He finished second, and Steve Banal was third. In the Renegade Division, Mitchell Duval had to start the rear of the field because he had won three in a row. So when you win three in a row, you automatically have to go to the rear of the main event. He come back up there, got up to second, but messed around, and he pulled, uh, first place man and first place man he refused to tear down so that give mitchell duval the win so uh congratulations to mitchell duval there 
Second place in uh, Renegade went to Justin Armour in the 98 car. Third place went to Aaron Harris. Thunder Bomber, Luke Doggett, 97 car. Ricky Bogan finished second, 83. Steve Green finished third. Limited Sportsman, Limited Sportsman went to Danny Tesnier. Second place, Bradley Weaver. Third place, Andy Blackwood. Danny Tesnier. Danny Tesnier. Okay. Extreme four. Went to Mason Mack. Second place, Andrew Rich. Third place, Scott Collinger. Crate Sportsman. A good race here in Crate Sportsman. These old boys run side by side for about six laps. Never did touch each other in the heat race. And uh, like I said, good racing. But after the after the heat race, these boys wanted to have temper flares. But I don't know why. The, the drivers was okay with everything. But something about Cruz did not. You know, something, like, I was, like I was telling you, if you didn't watch uh, Eldora. No, I watched it. Well, you you didn't watch the end of it then. Well, no, I did, but I oh. just, I, I missed, I, I didn't have, okay, I'll give you, I didn't have the sound turned up. I was doing something else, but I was watching it, but I didn't realize uh, until a fight broke out that something had happened on the track. It looked like some good dirt track racing to me. I, I watched every lap of the main feature. Well, they, they went back and kind of. Good thing about TV is they went back and investigated a little bit there on that last lap. They showed the white flag lap, and uh, that boy he just run off down there. And like you said, the on that high side, if you uh, it's hard to pass on dirt, so you have to kind of rub him a little bit. If you look at the side of our cars, it's got a bunch of tire marks down the well, side. I mean, all right, let's stop for a second here since we we're on it. Did you see anything wrong with that? No, I didn't either. No, both of them still running at the end. Now, whenever you run off down in there and you, what we call, it, it Cherokee Speedway, we got what you call a kill rule. If you run off down there and you hit that man down there, getting in the corner, and you intentionally just actually just turn him around, both of you automatically go to the rear of the field. And uh, that's what we call intentional kill rule. But both of these boys here, they were still running at the end. Well, and, and what I was going to say is, uh, Tyler Dipple, he was one of the, the people involved here, and I, he was in the 02 truck. He finished eighth, and Ben Rhodes was the other one in the 99 truck, and he, because um, that's that truck that looked like Davey Allison's old car, the black Haviland with the Dayglow orange-red numbers on it. But the um, did, did the guy that was the most upset, did, I guess that, uh, that would have been Rhodes who finished 14th. Okay. Yeah. No. But, but uh obviously but anyway but I, I it looked like good dirt track racing to me and i oh yeah i think if he ran against weatherly and buck baker and some of those guys on a weekly basis he'd uh he'd understand well you or you, danny tesner or wally fowler any of those guys yep. you watch uh we had one of the uh world of outlaws you know main guys mike Mahler. he started back there about 17th or 18th because he had a bad finish in his heat race and he actually come all the way up to fourth and uh, had a good showing in that. And he got out after the race and said that he loved it and uh, glad that he was, you know, had all that exposure. But let's get back here to Cherokee Speedway. Like I said, Crate Sportsman, Blake Pryor in the 78 car, one. Nick Walker, the old car, finished second. Colton Dimsdale in the old one, finished third. Young Guns, Austin Brown again. Austin's doing awful good. It's about time for that boy. I think they're going to move him on up here before long because he is a constant winner in this Young Guns division. Garrett Kilman, 32 car was second. 
Jay Owens. The 01 car was third. Stock four. Stock four made their showing back over at Cherokee Speedway. Jamie Madison, the 97 car, led from start to finish. Nick Broom in the 07B finished second. Randy Weaver in the 89 car finished third. Okay, let's go back to last night. Last night, Carolina Speedway was called off due to rain up that way, and TR was off that week. I came through that. The Carolina's in Gastonia, right? Yes, it is. I came through it, and it was a mess about okay. uh, 4.15. Okay, so we're going to get into some racing of tonight since uh, hopefully this weather's going to hold off for us, and uh, Harris Speedway tonight, they're going to have a limited sportsman race up there. It's going to be shootout number five. Young Guns also having their shootout number five race. That is a big race up there for them boys. Uh, Harris Speedway's posted up again. If they have more than eight cars, they'll pay $1,000. And uh, Pure Stock's also going to be running. Renegade Stock 8, Crate Sportsman Combined. Sika Thunder Bomber A, Thunder Bomber B, Front Wheel Drive, V6 Front Wheel Drive, Stock 4. That'll be a good division up there to race at Harris Speedway up there this, tonight. Stock 4 is going to be making their... They moved from Cherokee Speedway last Saturday night. They're going to move up to Harris this coming Saturday night. Pit gates up at Harris Speedway. Open up at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Drawing will run about 4.45. Grandstands will open up at 5 o'clock. Drivers meeting at 6.30. Pits. To get into pits up at Harris, it's going to be $25. Stands is going to be $12. Kids under 10 get in free. Now, what did you tell me happened at Harris last week? Uh, I just seen a little bit of this uh, on this uh, tr dirt track forums that uh, Wally actually won again up there. Second place, which was the three-car Pierce. And all I seen was how did protests come out because I think the three-car protested the four-car. The four-car back protested the three-car. But that's all I've heard. That's all I can get out of anybody. I don't know if anybody actually pulled down. Uh, sometimes these boys have a deal of, uh, I'm going to pull you, you back, pull me. Uh, I'm going to back out, you back out. Nobody goes home. Everybody gets to go home. Okay. Uh, but you said they, it was a pretty short field. Yeah. Um, Harris Speedway. Uh, Danny, he talked to two or three guys over there. At, at, uh, let's see well, he called about three or four of them and called Greg Dimsdale, and he said that he was going to actually be at Cherokee Speedway. He called uh, Josh Hoots. Josh Hoots was actually at uh, at the beach, and so uh, he said, I didn't see no field of cars that's actually going to be at Harris Speedway, so we actually went to Cherokee Speedway. We changed gears and everything and went to Cherokee Speedway so that we could uh, had 13 cars over at Cherokee Speedway and had a real good race. I guess you can go say it's a good race whenever you can uh, win the race. I bet you somebody's calling you to tell you what happened at Harris. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have to be. step on that phone harder if he's going <laughs> to shut it up. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, go uh, ahead. But anyway, tonight over here at Cherokee Speedway, we're going to have the Stick Elliott Memorial Race. It's going to be a two-day event over at Cherokee Speedway. So today, today on the schedule, which is uh, we're going to have the 604 Crate Late Models. We're going to have the Limited Sportsman Division. We're going to have the Renegade. We're going to have Stock 4. We're going to have Extreme 4. We're going to have Thunder Bombers. We're going to have Young Guns. And after all that racing, we're going to have a Demolition Derby. Goodness, 11. Yes, it is. That's a, that's a full evening. Yep. 
Uh, gates over there going to open up at 4.30 this afternoon. Driver's meeting will be at 7 today. Uh, to get into the stands is going to be $13. Uh, to get into the pits is going to be $25. And then tomorrow, we're going to go back to Cherokee Speedway where they're going to have the Carolina Clash Super Late Mall Division come in. we also going to have the 602 Late Models. We're going to have Crate Sportsman, Thunder Bomber Non-Winners, 602 Open Wheel Modifieds, and the Pro 4s. Gates open tomorrow afternoon, which is going to be Sunday afternoon. The gates are going to open at 3 p.m. Driver's meeting will be at 6 p.m. They're going to kind of start this race just a little bit early, try to get everybody out from over there. To get in up there, it's going to be uh, $15 to get in the stands, $30 to get in the pits. You can buy a two-day pass for $25 or a two-day pass to get in the pits for $50. I remember seeing Stick Elliott. Now, I saw him run a good bit on dirt at the fairgrounds, and I even saw him run the Grand National car at the fairgrounds. And um, number 18 is what I remember in a 62 Pontiac in the Grand National race. But uh, he was a heck of a driver. Stick Elliott actually drove my daddy's car when it was that white and gold 27 car in uh, probably about 1980. I, I just, you know. He was a big man. Well, I was going to say, I, I don't think you could do much better than stick at it well he was a big man i mean he uh he filled that seat up and uh he didn't get the name uh he didn't get that nickname stick for a reason because everybody said he would stick you in the wall <laughs> <laughs> is that really how he got it that's how he got it he <laughs> would he would move you <laughs> i have heard of stick at just about my whole life and i i never knew that's where the stick came from i figured yeah. he I, I figured he was a tall skinny guy Oh no, he was he was a hefty fella. I can I can see his picture right now. I think I had a picture of him standing beside that white and gold twenty seven back in the day and uh he was a he was a good sized fella, about like Doug Osteen back in the day. Now, um obviously he's not with us anymore. How long has he been uh, gone? Uh Stick's been gone for a good while now. I'd probably say at least uh probably eighteen, twenty years now. Wow. Uh he ha he got a bad from what I can understand, he got a bad blood infection mm. he was uh actually you know spreading chicken manure oh no and it got into his bloodstream and his his whole system shut down from what i can understand oh that's terrible yep i remember sticking uh and you preston know. humphreys and oh yeah all those guys yep don bumgardner i love Don Bumgardner, I'd watch him, Don Bumgardner at Spartanburg Fairgrounds in that Galaxy 500. And just want to tell you that Greer Dragway must be having a big special event over there at Greer Dragway because I've seen a couple of, I've seen a Galaxy 500 headed that way to Greer Dragway this morning about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So, uh, cool. so we need to put a shout out to the boys over at Greer Dragway. Everybody likes to watch a good drag race. Uh, Y'all's last guest there a little while ago, Miss Hurst, she was talking about drag racing. Yeah, she's big into it. She's big into it. Of course, uh, Ronnie had to bring up that she married one and almost blew the show. Well, I could, Greg, <laughs> I, Greg, you, now that you back in here, Greg, it's a funny thing that we could not read Johnny Rutherford's phone number, but I could read her number just as plain as day from a mile away. What's, what's the deal there? I think the 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 view has a lot to do with it, uh, <laughs> but no, we did we did I, I did find Yanni Ruffers. 
phone number, and uh, we're looking forward to having him. But yeah, what Haviland Vaughn on that that was very neat. She's a first class lady, and and you know between Miss Hershifter and all the things she's done, and uh, we got to have her on again. She's Easily. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Alan, does that uh, about wrap up what you got there? You got anything else? Well, I got a little bit here. Next uh, Friday night, we're going to get back over to Traverse Rest Speedway since uh, we don't get in here till next Saturday morning. So I'll put a shout out to Traverse Rest Speedway. They're going to have uh, Friday, August the 9th. They're going to have Young Guns. They're going to pay $400 to win in the Young Gun Division. Uh, that's a good bit of money for them boys. It's not even turned uh, 12, 13, 14 years old yet. It is. Yes, it is. Thunder Bomber Futures is going to be on this program. Crate Sportsman, Extreme 4 Front Wheel Drive, Pure Stock, Thunder Bomber, Renegade 8. No Limited Sportsman will be at Traverse Rest next Friday night. Uh, gates will open at 5 p.m. Driver's meeting is at 7. Practice starts at 7.30 and... Uh, don't be late over there because over at Traverse Rest Speedway, they got a curfew that they got to be done with their racing program by 11:30, and they boys is, they 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 get it done quick. To get in over there at Traverse Rest Speedway is $25 to get in the pits. Stands is going to be $13. Carolina should be back on for next Friday night, provided our uh, weather is cooperating. That it. That's pretty much it for me. Well, that's great, Alan. Thank you so much. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, I'm going to scoot through everything you can go watch on TV and when to watch it and where to watch it. You're listening to Start Your Engines. It's easy to jump on the Internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. 
Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. 79 Rogues 199 Rogue Sports 0% or $6,000 off and new kicks 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too and credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at NissanofGreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And I I knew that... that Alan could laugh, but he just had a good one. Did, did you hear what was going on over there? No, I, w- I was busy. Well, Wally wanted a copy of the show last week that he was on, so I went to uh, Office Depot and shelled out a whole uh, four dollars, three ninety nine for a flash drive. Took it over to Lanny last weekend and got him to put the show on the flash drive. This little thing here could, and this is the next to the smallest one they make. You could probably put the whole season on here. So I mean. Tell him that he can download his photographs and other things off the computer onto this flash drive with his radio show because there's a lot of storage left. But, uh, Wally, we appreciated you coming on the show last week. It was a great interview. I heard a lot of good things about it. And I'm giving this to uh, Alan right now, this uh, flash drive. It says, thanks, Wally. Well, the reason I was laughing is because I was looking for eight-track tape. <laughs> I mean, what? which I'd have given you in 1979. Well, tell Wally if he don't know how to operate it. I bet Jada could could help him with that. Yeah, she probably could. Uh, but this flash driver, I, the way Wally took off and left us over there at Travers Rissa night, I, I thought he might have had that eight track tape player in that race car. He's just <laughs> riding around. <laughs> well, we do appreciate Wally coming on the show, and there it is, the whole thing. And it's a it, that was a good show. I listened to the show. Uh, driving home from charlotte uh monday that was uh well i listened listen to a, a half of it driving home from charlotte okay i got a little bit of time here to touch on what happened last week and what's happening on tv so let me just go over this stuff real quick the trucks we know ran thursday night at eldora Stuart friesen picked up his first win in the truck series uh sheldon creed was second and i tell you what Old Sheldon, he hit everything out there. I mean, he finished second, but, I mean, he was driving the wheels off that thing, and he, he was bouncing it off the wall and the other other trucks, and I, 
I had no problem with it. He was he finished second. Well, if it looked like if he had uh, got there about 10 laps earlier, he uh, had another little caution there. They had been a good race there for first. Well, I tell you, I was thoroughly entertained watching that. And like I said, I had the sound turned off for most of it, but uh, it was a good race. Friesen first, Creed second, Grant Enfinger was third, Mike Marler was fourth, Todd Gilliland fifth, Christian Eckes was sixth, and um, actually we only had two leaders in the race. Chase Briscoe was seventh and led 93 laps. Uh, the winner, Stuart Friesen, led 57. So uh, they split up the 150 laps like that. Eighth was Tyler Dipple, who uh, had the little uh, shoving fish the cuff there after the race, was, was eighth. Tyler Ankrum, the 18-year-old that won a few weeks ago in Kentucky, was ninth. And Matt Crafton was tenth. And the points shake out as of... Uh, as of Thursday night, if I get the page to come here stuck together, Grant Enfinger is still the points leader. He's got a 52-point lead over Matt Crafton, who is second. Friesen, picking up his first win, is now third. Fourth is Brett Moffitt. Fifth, Ben Rhodes. Sixth, Harrison Burton. Seventh, Todd Gilliland. Eighth, Sheldon Creed. Ninth, Austin Hill. And tenth, old-timer Johnny Souter. He's been around a long time. Yep. Moving over to the Cup which um, they ran last week, and we touched about talked about that a little bit with Nelson. Denny Hamlin led a three-car sweep for Gibbs. It was Hamlin, Eric Jones second, Martin Truex third, William Byron, he's going to win one one of these days, uh, in fourth. Kyle Larson was fifth. Kevin Harvitt sixth. Daniel Hemrick seventh. Brad Keselowski eighth. Ninth was Kyle Busch, and tenth, Ryan Blaney. I believe you had picked Blaney last week, but uh, nobody picked a winner as I sat here and said that I should pick Hamlin. I didn't have enough sense to do it. The points uh, didn't change, really. Kyle Busch is first, Truex second, Hamlin third, Keselowski fourth, Logano fifth, Harvick sixth, Kurt Busch seventh, Chase Elliott eighth, Alex Bowman ninth, and those are your guys that have won a race so far this year. The rest of 10 through uh, 16 is uh, um, Eric Almirola's 10th, Ryan Blaney 11th, William Byron 12th, Eric Jones 13th, Kyle Larson 14th, and here it gets kind of dicey because we've got uh, Jimmy Johnson, who you picked to win yes, uh, tomorrow, knocking on the door because he's got bumped out of that top 16. Kyle Larson is 14th, and Clint Boyer, who hits something about every week, and I don't think last week was any exception. And Ryan Newman are tied for 15th. So they're, uh, um, there's quite a tussle going on there from 15th back to 20th with um, Jimmy Johnson 17th, Daniel Suarez 18th, Menard is 19th, and Ricky Stenhouse is 20th. He's pretty far back, but I tell you, like, uh, Boyer, Newman, Johnson, and Suarez are going at it pretty tough. Yeah. If you remember what was it, about two years ago, uh, Ryan Newman was sitting here going to try to make the playoff, and he kind of used Kyle Larson up out there at Phoenix. Uh, sometimes you just got to do what you need to do. Well, you do, and that's uh, – And Kyle Kyle, uh, Kyle Larson, he said, well, I'd probably done him the same way if I was looking to get in the playoffs. Well, I'll tell you, Newman's been around a lot longer than Kyle Larson, and he, uh, he uh, I, I think, old age and treachery uh, – surpassed uh youth and and yeah <laughs> <laughs> looking at the xfinity oh and by the way let me back up here for a second that 
that cup race will be tomorrow. Actually, and I said earlier, they don't qualify till 6.20 tonight. That's, that's kind of weird. That's late. But that race is at 3 o'clock tomorrow. The go bowling at the Glen. I love them when they race at the Glen. And that's Sunday at 3 p.m. on NBCSN. So you want to tune in for the Cup Boys tomorrow. Xfinity, they're running today on NBC on the main network, Channel 4 around here. At 3 p.m., bless you, Ronnie. They uh, they ran last week, uh, or yeah, last week at Iowa. And Chase Briscoe was the winner there. Christopher Bell only led 234 laps, but it was uh, Chase Briscoe that got the win. He led seven. Third was John Hunter Nemechek. Fourth was Noah Cragson. Fifth, Tyler Reddick. Sixth, Justin Allgaier. Seventh, Shane Lee. Eighth, Justin Haley. And um, I think in both of the races last weekend, on the 11th lap, they, um, in honor of Nick Harrison, the crowd stood up and raised their, their fist at a tribute to um, Justin Haley, who drives car number 11, that until uh, the passing of Nick Harrison, that was, that was his car. Ninth was Zane Smith, and 10th, Michael Annette. Our, our, uh, our local driver here that we pull far so hard, Jeremy Clements, had a very miserable day. He got caught up in somebody else's problem. Car was crashing, and uh, it looked like maybe Jeremy could miss it, and he, he didn't hit him going all that fast, but he hit him hard enough to, to do the damage, and he started 16th and wound up 30th. So uh, that was bad. thing about it is he hit one of Gibbs's cars, which uh, – it kept going. So he came out on the wrong end of that. The Xfinity points looked like Tyler Reddick first with 46-point lead over Christopher Bell in second. Cole Custer is a distant 97 points back in third, and I think that's pretty much decided there, although those three do take turns winning every week. Um, you uh, you can't gain any ground when uh, the guy you're trying to catch is right behind you. So we got like three guys dominating the series there, and they can't. No, nobody can catch up. Anyway, Justin Allgaier is fourth in points. Fifth is Austin Sendrick. Sixth, Noah Cragson. Seventh, Chase Briscoe. Eighth, Michael Annette. Ninth is Justin Haley. Tenth, John Hunter Nemechek. Eleventh, Ryan Sieg. Twelfth, Brandon Jones. And that's where the cutoff is. Thirteenth is Gray Galding. Fourteenth, Brandon Brown. And fifteenth is Jeremy Clemeth. Jeremy did not gain any ground at all last week. In fact, he probably lost a little bit. But he is only nine points behind Brandon Brown, and who's 14th, and he's 56 behind Gray Galding, who's 13th. But he's a hop, a whopping 157 points behind Brandon Jones, the first guy that's going to make the playoffs. However, next week they go to Mid Ohio and start a string, uh, or, or they will be the middle of a string of three road courses out of four races. Of course, today is Watkins Glen, so we look for maybe some good things from Jeremy Clemens. I think they're qualifying uh, probably right about now. I'll find out in a second. But And then next week is uh, Mid-Ohio, and then I'm not sure where they go, and then they'll be at Road America where Jeremy won. So Jeremy's got some good tracks for him coming up, and we wish him the best. Indy cars are off this week. They don't race for two more weeks. They'll be at Pocono. For the ABC Supply 500, oh, wait a minute. Let me back up here. The Xfinity boys will be running. That is today at, oh, I did say it, 3 o'clock on NBC on the main network. Okay. IndyCars will run in two weeks 
from tomorrow at Pocono, and that will be on NBCSN at 2 p.m. We'll talk about that more as we get closer. But last week they ran at Mid-Ohio in Lexington, and Scott Dixon had a rousing finish in like the third or fourth closest race in Indy history and the closest ever at Mid-Ohio over the rookie Felix Rosenquist, who drives for Chip Ganassi, and Felix wanted that win so bad, and he was doing everything to get by Scott Dixon. But Scott Dixon's like a five-time champion, or and uh, and he was not gonna he was not gonna give in to the rookie. But it was a great finish. Um, they were one-two. Ryan Hunter Ray finished third. Will Power fourth. Alexander Rossi fifth. Sixth was uh, Spencer Pickett. Who I mean, sixth was Simon Pagano. Seventh was Spencer Pickett, who had another good race. Colton Herita, 18, I guess he's 19 now, was uh, was eighth. Graham Rahal, ninth, and Jack Harvey was tenth. The bonehead move of the race was points leader Joseph Newgarden, who was comfortably cruising along in third place and decided he wanted to race on the last lap with Ryan Hunter Ray. Actually, there was two laps to go, and they bumped, and the points leader Joseph Newgarden got the raw end of the deal of his own choosing rather than settling for what he had but i mean you can't blame him for wanting to race but sometimes you got to look at the big picture and um he went from third place to 14th in a hurry and his lead over alexander rossi in the points was cut from 29 to 16 so that's uh that's a big chunk of your point lead um trying to to pick up third place the points in the indy cars sort out with um oops too far there because i know lewis hamilton does not run indy yet the indy cars uh joseph newtgarten as i said is a, has a 16 point lead over alexander rossi indy winner simon pagino was third he's 47 points back and that might be too far to catch up we're running out of races scott dixon is fourth will power fifth ryan hunter ray sixth takumo sato is seventh graham ray hall eighth felix rosenquist who had his best finish and dang near won it is ninth and James Hinchcliffe is 10th. Like I say, Indy will be running at Pocono in two weeks. Formula One, they ran. We were worried about the 100-degree temperature last week, Ronnie, but it wasn't the, the the temperature. It was the rain. They started in the rain, and it got wet, and then it got dry, and it got wet, and they couldn't figure out what kind of tires to be on. And um, Lewis Hamilton came back to earth and finished ninth and hit a couple of things and tore it front end off his car, and it was – not the typical Lewis Hamilton that's running away with the point championships, a uh, point championship, but uh, it was Max Verstappen and the Austin Martin, Aston Martin, I'm sorry, Red Bull Racing uh, Honda, who has now won two of the last three races. He beat Christian uh, Sebastian Vettel, who Ferrari still trying to get a win. Daniel Kavat was third, Lance Stroll fourth. Carlos Sainz fifth, and Alexander Albon was sixth, but Romain, Roman Grosjean and Kevin Magnussen were seventh and eighth with the Haas cars and actually had a respectable, very respectable showing and picked up some points. We won't get too far into the points because Hamilton is way out front with a 41-point lead. The last thing I'll mention here quickly is the uh, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. That's... Um, Allen Brothers Mike's uh, cars, and they are running from what I have on my information at Road America today up in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And while I'm at it, I'll just give the TV real quick. Xfinity qualifying at 1130, so they're all 
ready qualifying as we speak up at Watkins Glen. That race is at 3.30, live on NBC. I guess 3 o'clock is when it comes on. Yep, that's the pre-race. So the race is actually at 3.30. The qualifying for uh, the Cup is at 6.30 tonight, as I said, which is pretty weird. To uh, Tomorrow, the Formula One, run, they run the Hungry Grand Prix, which uh, will be at 9 o'clock on ESPN2. And uh, Sports Car Boys, as I said, uh, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship is at 2.30 to 5.30 tomorrow, but you're going to have to pay for it. That's on uh, NBC Sports Gold, which is the pay-per-view. The uh, NASCAR course is from at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon at Watkins Glen, and I got through it all. So, we got one minute. Alan. Well, well, all I will mention is, did y'all say anything about the little deal between uh, Kurt Busch and uh, Ricky Stenhouse last week? Uh, no, but keep that in mind, because <laughs> I'm not sure, what, unless you got a 10 seconds worth. Well, us, 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 they kind of pushed each other around a little bit. They did? Yeah, y'all, y'all need to watch this racing now. <laughs> All right, well, that's what we got you for. See you next week there. Make it quick. Oh, I'm still in awe about Linda Vaughn. <laughs> I, I, I'm out in La La Land. Well, and she's listen, in La La Land, too. She absolutely listen. is, and... Thanks to Lainey McKinney. We're going to get her information up on our websites, Facebook page, all that kind of good junk. He's our social media specialist. He is. And you can order her book with a personal inscription from the post office box. For only 57 bucks. So, uh, yeah. So we will uh, be back next week. And I'll try to watch the races, Alan, so I'll know more about what I'm talking about. But I had a lot to cover there, and uh, keep that in mind. We'll let you uh, bring us up to date on that. Thank you for listening. We'll have another. Uh, I'll be off next week, so we'll see what Alan can do again by himself. And remember, till then, to keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved.